0: Welcome to the QKB Community Spotlight. Queensland Kettlebells is a friendly gym in East Brisbane practicing strength for life find out a little bit about what makes our awesome members tick, their hints, tips, and why they do what they do. Uh, Today we have Tyrone. G'day, Tyrone. G'day, Pierce. How you doing? Tyrone, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do during the week, and maybe what a normal day would look like for you.
1: Um, So what I do during the week, I go to work. (laughs) Uh, I work as a paramedic where I'm a clinical educator, and uh, also working frontline in a single response vehicle. Uh, outside of that, I play in a band, play double bass and electric bass, and hang out with my kids.
0: Sure. Uh, two questions from that. The first one, um, I'll get you to answer last, mm-hmm. but the the second one is, uh, what's the name of your band? The name of my band is Pick It Up. Pick It Up? Yeah. When's the next performance?
1: Ooh, good question. Uh, we have got one coming up in... I think March or April, but we're not allowed to announce the date yet sure. because it is a, a reformation of a, a famous Australian band, which okay. we're not really allowed to announce.
0: Sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's worth keeping an eye out for. Yeah. Um, do you have a Facebook page or something that people will be yeah, able to hear that
1: from? we do. It's uh, pick it up with an exclamation mark. Easiest way to remember it is uh, every time you drop something on the ground, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Um, and the style of music—it's uh, old school ska and Jamaican jazz, so very early reggae with a, a very jazzy feel to it. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, now I, I might try and dump some of that in somewhere in this this. Uh, do it with magic editing after. <laughs> yeah, it. cool. Um, We're on
1: Spotify and all. Sort of yes.
0: That. Yeah, yeah. There's a six-track EP, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Um, the other one was for those of us who aren't in the ambulance and aren't doing that sort of thing. What does a clinical educator do? Okay, so um,
1: what we do is it's a bit of a hodgepodge sort of role. So we're, we're supervisors, so we go out on road and we'll do what's called infield coaching. So mainly focusing on novice practitioners going out and sort of helping them out in the field on jobs, uh, getting them sort of going in the right direction. Uh, And also a bit of frontline supervision at big jobs, so things like uh, big car crashes or something like that. Uh, You know, if if there was a plane crash or a big disaster or something like that, we go out and do frontline supervision. Mm -hmm. But the other part of our role is uh, face-to-face education. Mm -hmm. So we do do training days for all paramedics, no matter how long they've been in the job, Mm -hmm. and we teach those...
0: Okay, so supporting young AMBOs, helping coordinate big events mm-hmm. and delivering ongoing education for, for everybody.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. cool. What inspired you to become an AMBO?
1: Uh, it was an interesting turn of events, actually. So when I was in the Navy, I was a photographer and we, uh, we competed in a, an exhibition that was sponsored by Fujifilm back in the, the late 90s. And one of the photographers who was in the, I think he got a podium position, did this whole series with, uh, he did a, a photojournalism piece mm. on uh, paramedics. Okay. And one, I really loved the photography, mm. but two, I was like, ooh, that's really cool. Mm. I, I want to do that. Sure. So left the Navy
0: to become a paramedic. Right. Um, that's pretty cool. How did you find our community, Taran? Um
1: I actually found it a few years ago Okay. when I was looking around to change gyms. And it just wasn't the right time. Mm. So I um, had some life-changing events. And a mate of mine who knows Piers, his yeah. name's Brian, uh, he said, why don't you start going to QKB? Mm. Oh, good idea. I've been looking at it for ages. So that's when I started coming in. Yeah,
0: awesome. Um, what's the number one thing that you do day to day or week to week that helps your life to be awesome, or to to, to be more awesome? Uh, I think a big thing for me is at
1: work. I call it the light bulb moments. Mm. So uh, to become a paramedic, you've got to spend three years at uni, and I think you know because you're really you're in that uni lifestyle, piece mm. a degree, trying to sure. cram everything in. You don't really Uh, get why things happen Mm. so something I really love when I'm teaching people is breaking it down in a way that's really easy to understand sure and you see people just get that light bulb
0: Mm. Uh, oh
1: light bulb moment sure so that's yeah that's the big thing I love at work yeah seeing the the penny drop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um especially I work with um we have a an indigenous cadet program mm-hmm. and a culturally and linguistically diverse sure. cadet program. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those people haven't got the education mm-hmm. that other people have that ha- sure. they haven't been to university. Yeah. So bringing it down to almost layman's terms for them yeah. and watching them progress is great. Yeah,
0: yeah. So so uh reinterpreting the, the syllabus Yeah, absolutely in terms that are, are that probably would be useful for everyone, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure that medical terminology is yeah. half Greek, half Latin just to make doctors feel more important <laughs> oh, Sorry if there's any doctors listening to this um, Well, and on that note <laughs> tell us about your athletic background, Tore. Uh f- Well uh, 12 years in the Navy
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, trained really, really hard and when I left the Navy in 2000, I stopped training. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: just, you know, going to the gym occasionally mm-hmm. because I had to.
0: Sure. But definitely just fell off the perch. Yeah. It's not something, you, you felt like training was something that you, that you were supposed to do? Yeah, it was a chore. Yeah. Uh, in the Navy, it was very, you know, very
1: regimented. You had to train every day. Yeah. You're up every morning, um. Uh, going for a run or you know doing laps around the ship Mm. Um, lots of gymnastic sort of activities Mm -hmm. Uh, when we were shore posted um, we had a a staircase Mm. that ran from where the dockyard is in Woolloomooloo Bay Mm. to King's Cross yeah and we used to do runs up that staircase every morning you'd go up forwards come down backwards go up backwards
0: that sounds like Uh, An unpleasant way to spend a morning. It was killer. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think I know the answer to this one, but do you have a specific goal goal at the moment? And if so, what is it? Or what are they? Because, I mean, you can have uh, specific goals in different spheres of life. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, For this year, it's uh, Strong First Level Mm 1, which was going to be in November, so I was kind of happy about that. Now that it's potentially moving... Yeah, So, Um, so that's... Sorry about that. Yeah, it's a July now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's going to be a bit harder, but yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely top of the bucket list. Mm-hmm. That and uh, so doing the six week challenge at the moment. Mm-hmm. So really focusing on building up my strength and well being, mm-hmm. and hopefully ditching at least one of the spare Michelin's that I'm carrying around. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, what was the last book you read, and what was your favourite thing about it?
1: Uh, so, Exuberant Animal by Frank Forensich, I think you'd pronounce it. Uh, so, it was. I was inspired to read it by a quote that went up on the QKB mm. Facebook page, which was, before beginning a program of physical inactivity, consult your doctor. Sedentary living is abnormal and dangerous to your health. Mm. And I thought that was gold. So, yeah. I went on the hunt to find where that quote came from. Uh, the book talks about um, movement patterns and how our movement patterns should be more like chimpanzees. Sure. Um, just talking about how the body's made up and connected. Mm. Um, you know, things like swinging from trees and all that sort of stuff. It's just sure. really inspiring. Yeah. That and uh, Original Strength Reloaded. Yeah. Which is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh the original strength books have gotten better and better and more engaging as they've gone along the, mm. the new original strength performances is, is a is a very enjoyable book yeah uh possibly might because of my nerdy tendencies but i, I think it's actually legitimately enjoyable for everyone but yeah cool um don't the first, on one I,
1: first one i read was the tactical one because it was kind of that that mindset that i had from being in the navy and also being in the emergency services yeah so i really wanted to get that side of it yeah cool
0: uh what is your favorite food
1: um (laughs) you ask me that when i'm on a six-week challenge doing intermittent fasting yeah thanks at the moment it would have to be uh jamaican goat curry right
0: yeah yeah you've mentioned this a couple of times yeah
1: that's my my thing at the moment um
0: Never thought that I'd eat goat, mm. but now that I have, it's like, oh, this is really good. And what sort of flavours are in a Jamaican goat curry? Because I know you make it yourself from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's got a
1: lot of uh, coconut milk in it,
0: mm.
1: or coconut cream, so it's got that real coconut sort mm. of texture to it. But then your garam masala spices. Sure. So that real southern Indian sort of feel to it yeah, as nice. well.
0: Mm. Uh, what are your hobbies? Uh, music. Kind of covered that a little bit, but yeah. (laughs) yeah. Music,
1: um, drawing, love drawing, um, spending time with my kids, coming to the gym and nerding out with a good book.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, if you had a superpower, uh, what would it be?
1: Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh I think I'd have to say flying, sure. Because yeah. I've just got so many things that I want to squeeze into one day. Yep. Being able to get past the traffic would be awesome.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I used to used to want a healing factor, but now as I I have to work overseas more, I feel like the ability to teleport would be Yeah. Would be pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um Yeah, so that's that's the majority of it. This is a Uh, So the Strong First Cert has been rescheduled till July. Um, We have uh, not a lot else aside from that. Our next beginner workshop is going to be um, in March because our our February one's pretty well sold out now. Um, And we've got Dan John in May. That's probably the next big one. We've got a, a few spots left for that on the 18th and the 19th of May. Um, if you look on our social media, you can find out a little bit more about that. I'm pretty excited about Dan coming. He's um, he's going to be presenting 40 years uh, with a whistle, which is going to be him talking about the, the key lessons he's learnt as a, a strength coach. Um, and then he's also going to be uh, covering off on the economics of strength training. And so I imagine that one's talking a little bit about how to get where you need to go and and... Um, and sort of the things you've got to give to, to get where you want to be effectively long term so that should be really good Torn uh, covered a few things his band Pick It Up which uh, I will play a little bit of now And um, he talked about Exuberant Animal uh, by Frank Forentich. Um And a mystery bringing back together of a, uh, an iconic Australian band as well, which um, I'm looking forward to the big reveal on their Facebook page. So uh, thank you for being with us, Torrin. Thanks for having me. Um, and I'll see everyone again next time. If you like what we do... Please follow the podcast on iTunes, like our Facebook page, and get in touch. And if you don't, please flick me an email to help me to become better. Um, thanks again, turn and I'll see everyone next week. See you.